<laughs> Yo, that had to be some really good aim. Tanks don't normally aim like that. <laughs> there must have been some Stark Industries heat seeking rooms. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. And this is the podcast where we tank drove our way through time. Okay, if there was a different framing, this would have looked a lot more awkward. Time tank? Like a DeLorean tank? Yeah. Through time? Whatever kind of tank floats your boat. Yeah. I'm mixing up all the machines. Soar. So that we can rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1. Spider-Man Fire from Home, one marvelous minute at a time. This is minute 79 of Iron Man 1. And Richard, please repeat the last things you said while we were watching it. We'll, we'll just get there when yeah. we get there. We'll cross we'll, that bridge when we get we'll there. We'll get there when we get there. We'll cross that bridge with some jet skis. I'm mixing up the bridges. Nope. I meant to say vehicles and modes of transportation, but I'm really tired now. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Well, uh, so the father and his family are embracing. They're happy. You hear the tush, tush of Iron Man walking by them. He walks by them. You see the second command piece of crap hiding in a house. You start trying to dial something on a phone or a communication device. You just hear Iron Man. You just see Iron Man's physical <laughs> right by his head. And apparently just grabs the dude by the shoulder and he gets pulled out of the house, which would be like really hard to do and might break his shoulder. But whatever. A, re- a return of the horror elements to a small extent with the, you know, classic arm through wall suspense. I guess it's a horror element. Yeah. I mean, except we're rooting for him to get. I mean, well, I mean, no. Yeah. yeah. But earlier when they had the horror element, Iron Man was, was again the monster hunting sort of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So pulls him through, th- tosses him to the crowd of mm-hmm. people to either beat him with it in the, within an inch of his life or kill him or imprison him or whatever. Who knows what happens to him, but he's yeah. no longer relevant. He's not in power anymore. He's pretty much toast. He's all yours. Yep. <laughs> then he just started flying off. He f- started flying off. He spotted the Jericho missiles that he came to destroy and... Kind of starts heading to it, and he gets sniped, not by a sniper rifle, but by a tank. <laughs> and this was the injury that I was talking about in our one-star reviews, gotcha. which, but someone was like, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't give a shit. He's walking through, and I, w- I went on this rant, and I was like, motherfucker, he tracked his injury from his left side throughout all the moot, and this is the injury that gotcha. was shown to me in like a video essay. Talking about all these little moments that went throughout the entire Infinity Saga. That's when he incurred a direct hit from a tank. Yeah. And he, even however unlikely it really is <laughs> that that tank would hit him. But whatever. Yeah. He got hit on the left side. So like in Winter Soldier, he asked uh, my my left arm's numb. Is that normal? And like other times he's nursed his like wrist and stuff. But you said your guess for how it hit him midair. I was like, I'm guessing those are heat seeking missiles or something (laughs) because nailed him. And so he hits the ground, slides a number of feet, like five or 10 feet. Another trailer, two more trailer moments in this minute. The, and all the scratches on his, his visor, uh, face plates. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then as how it should have ended constantly, uh, references, Tank missile. 
Right. <laughs> he he hits it with a tank missile. The tank misses a second shot, which shows he does not have heat-seeking rounds. Um, Although, actually, to be fair, like, would it would a heat-seeking round be able to adjust that nuance that closely? Yeah, probably. Because he, 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 he leaned to the side pretty last I second. I don't think a tank round moves that slow where you're able to dodge it like a paintball. Um, because paintball rounds move pretty slow and you're kind of able, you can sort of dodge them, but this tank round, it fires it and he gets an entire shoulder movement back like that. Yeah. My only justification is Jarvis helping. Yeah, for sure. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't. I've, uh, I, you, you know, those compilations where you see shit like going down a road and then it just right through the windshield and the driver had not swerved at all. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I would have dodged that. Mm -hmm. Well, I learned a couple of years ago I would not because I was driving an older couple, just picked him up in winter, Mm -hmm. going to the airport. And we're at a red light. There's like a U-Haul in front of us and it starts going and we start going. And then. Boom. This giant chunk of ice hits right in the middle of the windshield. Mm -hmm. And my brain registered it when it was like this far away from the windshield. Mm -hmm. If you're listening on audio, I'm just holding my thumb and finger apart. Very. It fell from the top of the U-Haul. How far was the U-Haul from me? It was like right in front of us, but like just launched off. And my brain didn't register it until right before it hit. No time to if if that windshield had broken, thank God it kept in one piece. I would have had a broken shoulder Mm -hmm. at the minimum. And I learned we don't have reflexes. Yeah. Like that. But yeah, I hadn't actually considered until you started pointing out. But Jarvis definitely had to have helped with that. I've seen people with really good reflexes and stuff, but. Like, this is a tank round. All right. So, uh, and he's in like a, well, at least 225 pound suit. Right. How, how many people, I, I'm assuming he has some pneumatics or something assisting his movements inside the yeah. suit and stuff. Maybe not pneumatics, something. Yeah, he is not built like Dwayne Johnson. Right. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. But uh, his reflexes about the tank missile, maybe him shooting the tank. Was that um, a U.S. tank that he shot out, back at? Outrunning uh, live, no, it wasn't. Outrunning live ammunition. That's pretty much no one's specialty. So, or outmoving live ammunition mm-hmm. is pretty much no one's specialty. So, yeah, except Neo. Um, <laughs> yeah, this isn't a U.S. tank. I'm remembering because in the future minute they said, "Did we put have units in there?" And they were like, "No, it, we didn't get cleared. They had civilian hostages." So this mm-hmm. is not a U.S. tank because uh, otherwise that'd be really ironic. They're just like. I want to stop killing U.S. So- you son of you son of a mm-hmm. oh shit that was a U.S. soldier, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh and then the other trailer moment of fifty eight seconds where he's just fucking walking away. <sighs> I know you probably don't know this, but there are such things as walk off moments in sports where they in baseball it would be hitting a home run and you know it's a game winner and so you you just get have you just get to walk the game is over you just ended the game <laughs> i am then, very familiar with the walk off explosion behind you sure it's like you won you don't even you're too cool to pay any more attention to it and all that remains is the cool shit happening in the background yeah and those are like walk off moments <laughs> in sports like it happens sometimes a dude just lands such a flush punch to another dude's jaw he knows the dude is knocked out and so he just turns around and walks away even though the ref didn't call it off yet <laughs> yeah would you guess that that came first or the trope of walking away from explosions in movies came first 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think it started with baseball. And so that could have started like 100 years ago in the 1920s, a walk-off home run. Okay. So, yeah, like you said, uh, he had the moment where he pulls himself out of the crater. That was a trailer moment. He emerges from it. He dodges the second tank round, and he puts his own tank round into it, and he has the walk-off explosion moment. And that's the end of the minute. It's uh, pretty sweet, and that is uh, a desktop wallpaper if I've ever seen it. The the very last frame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, I got to look because definitely I am surprised around 55 seconds we again see like exposed wires ish. And I just got to guess maybe this has more scrapes on it because of the fresh paint job. But I'd be very curious as we go through these movies to see how much his suits actually get battered up. I know it gets battered up pretty extremely in Iron Man or no in the first Avengers movie because he goes through the rotor blade mm-hmm. and then he's flying back to Stark Tower. He's kind of like sputtering and mm-hmm. he doesn't have a functioning suit to fight Loki. But let's see. Yeah, we also had that moment around nine seconds when the little boy is kind of being inspired by him, which we had in Iron Man 2 and they retroact they retconned it so that that was uh, Peter Parker, you know, the kid that dressed up as Iron Man. Gotcha. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so at 19 seconds, there's a sign with mixed English and something else. Yes. Like there's a couple words like hotel, which just might, you know, be the same spelling in either one. It's like something Vale hotel. Yeah. Yeah. The rest isn't in English. So yeah. that might just be a thing uh, that's common. Uh, well, there's also... I don't know the language in Afghanistan, but there's also the other alphabet that's above it. So it might be in a few different languages. Huh, this this place has a hotel before it got war ravaged. Yeah, I mean, one with multiple languages. So they're they're catering to mo- a diverse group of clientele who would be staying there. So this no, probably no, was- no. hotels are everywhere. Like even third world countries have them. It's just extra places for travelers to stay or people to just stay and like in haiti they have hotels you know I, what i mean and, i know but yeah. our hotels don't have subtitles in a lot of different languages you know but we probably in chicago have people from all around the world sure there. this one has multiple different languages I mean, and alphabets as the title so yeah it's whatever I, language is practical right so in this case all those different languages are yeah. practical there's, uh, there's at least two maybe four so yeah, I'm just thinking about how nice this place must have been before it got to a point that Yinsen could get kidnapped. Sure. So considering that it's so multinational and they expect people who could understand all these four languages, that's actually, to me, an indicator that supports that this was probably a very bustling, yeah, nice place to a, be. A flourishing, peaceful community. Yeah. Yeah. That just got fucked. By all this, I don't know a better word. But oh, we saw twenty four seconds how his repulsors spark up to launch him into the air. So he flies off. He spots the. I was about to say javelin missiles. The Jericho. He's going Mach point one five. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Get shot out of the air by a tank. There's a number on the tank that may correspond to some comic book or may not but let me just say it looks like either a u or a j it's cut off then a six z six seven three two hmm? oh i think that's a z mm. is that it could be a seven or it could be a model it looks like a seven i doubt I it's mean, a model number it might be a unit number there's a lot of mud in those treads right i'm, I'm just gonna google that real quick u a seven 
I don't know if it's a U or a J. Let's just call it a U. Just look up A six seven six five two. Don't mean anything yet. Yeah, these days there there's probably a lot less Easter eggs than normal Marvel movies. Or back then there were probably a lot less mm-hmm. Easter eggs than normal Marvel movies of today. But it might be an Easter egg. No, as far as I can tell, there's no UA sixty seven tank. There's uh there's a transmission for an Acura. That's a UA sixty seven. Alright. So yeah. Man, this place really got the it short looks end of the totally stick. totally war ravaged. Yeah. So but Tony blew up that tank over there and he has his walk off explosion. Yeah. He knows his missiles work because he's Tony Stark and he tested the hell out of them and he has faith <laughs> in his tech and he's just like pop and he walks off. And if you want to screenshot your own screensaver moment, but much smaller resolution because it's on Instagram, you can find those minutes over on Instagram at I love you 3000 minutes. Also, if you want to see us eat more, New York style pizza with the bomb on every bite. We will eat one bite each while I'm eating 10% of his because I lost a bet. But for every rating and review, the amount of bites we eat will increase. We need at least five to accept the challenge. A rating takes like three seconds on Apple podcast that thinks down below. Uh, but if you want to leave a review, leave your Instagram handle in there too. So, cause we're going to do a drawing or a giveaway or something. We just want the quickest way to find the winner. I'm Richard. I'm Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast.